Okay, welcome back to Baron of Beverage. Uh, we're going to be kicking off Labor Day weekend here with this podcast. Uh, sort of. Well, we're recording it before the weekend, but it'll probably launch to most people on Friday, Fair and enough. they're starting their weekends. There so, we um, you know, besides, some people are on vacation all week and making it a really long Labor Day oh, weekend. right. Fair enough. So for them, well, kudos, tips to you. But uh, we're here actually uh, tasting a beer tonight that was brought by our cousins uh, when they, some of you may remember when they uh, were on our podcast and we tasted the Kupnikas, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, brought from uh, Durham, North Carolina. And this beer uh, that we have here is also from uh, Durham, North Carolina. It's from the Ponysaurus uh, Brewing Company uh, located there. Um, and it's their uh, Beer de Garde. Do you know what beer de garde means, Paige? I do not. Uh, basically, it loosely translates to beer in keeping. Oh, so like house beer. Well, of. sort of. It, yeah, okay. that's not bad. Um, it was developed in northern France, typically, mm-hmm. and it's a stronger pale ale. And the reason why it was called beer de garde is because the style of brewing they used used a yeast uh, used a yeast mm-hmm. that was much more stable in the winter and spring, and so they would okay. brew the beer then. And keep it for the summer. summer. Gotcha. Okay. So that's how it kind of got it. The style of beer got its name. You want to give that an open while um, I uh, talk a little bit about uh, Ponysaurus. Uh, Mm -hmm. Much to the chagrin of uh, some, we had uh, also had another visitor while we had this in our fridge. Uh, My brother, who was here for a conference, which happened to coincide with the BronyCon. BronyCon, which. If you're not familiar with BronyCon, what, what is BronyCon, Paige? Well, I would recommend just looking it up on Google. But basically, it's... Uh, how, well, how did our nephew describe it? Or, or, I mean, or my our cousin? Se- yeah, I don't know uh, how you say it. He described it as a bunch of 30-year-old men who still live at home with their moms dressing up as My Little Pony. There you go. So, um, <laughs> when yeah, he was visiting and some of his friends were over and they saw Ponysaurus in our fridge, they wondered if that was the official, fear, official beer of BronyCon. I promise I haven't had any uh, beers yet. Nope. Um, but uh, I don't believe it is, although I'm no. not sure if that's the marketing they would want to go for. Yeah, probably not. It was started by some gentlemen uh, who started brewing beer, not in their atypical garage, as a lot of these do, but in an attic. Oh, okay. So they were brewing beer in an attic to get things going uh, before they got moving. And now they're pretty well known for um, their beers. Uh, they're, they're, some people have reviewed them as saying they're uh, one of the most under top 50 underrated breweries in the United States. Wow. Okay. Um, I think one of their slogans is this is the beer beer would drink if beer could drink beer. Mm. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how it is. But we poured yeah. it out. Um, it had a really nice light kind of head, mm-hmm. which um, dissipates rather quickly. It's. Uh, it's got kind of an amber color, Very which light amber. you know, light amber. Like a wheat and, amber. Say, and yeah. I say that because when one has less in their glass, Paige uh, has less than mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't come across quite as dark. It comes no. across a little lighter. Yeah. Um, has a pleasant aroma of maltiness with a little bit of uh, lemon. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yep. I would. It smells like a lager to me. It smells a little bit like a lager. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be interesting to see how it tastes yeah. then. So. Let's have a sip. Yeah. 
Mmm. Comes across immediately as having a creamy sensation. Mm -hmm. Um, which I should also say it's a farmhouse style beer, which makes yeah. sense because mm -hmm. of it was made in farmhouses. Um, which is what that style is going for. Um, there's a maltiness here too. It does come across a little, uh, it's not a very hoppy beer, but, uh, that may be because traditionally the hops that are made, that are used in beer de garde is a hop called, uh, Fuggle. F-U-G-G-L-E. It's not a made-up word, and okay. it's not on me trying to swear. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a type of hop, and it's normally you that hop is normally used in stouts and porters. Okay. So gotcha. it is not an overly hop. You know what we think of in America as hoppy beers, that super bitter, hoppy. citrusy, bittery. Yeah. You know, piney, all of those kind of things. This doesn't come across like no, that. No, it doesn't at all. all. I actually like um, this. And it actually uh, it does have an ale. Uh, sharpness at its core, but I think the predominant notes in this are really malt, mm -hmm. um, and, and it almost has like a a fig kind of tip flavor in it as well. Yeah, and definitely citrus. I get orange. Citrus is there on both the mm -hmm. nose and the and the finish. I get the orange in the finish, definitely like orange zest. Yeah. Um, really nice. Uh, it's very enjoyable beer. I can. I can totally see why this would be a great beer to enjoy on Labor Day weekend, you know, kind of the last weekend of summer. It, sure. it almost kind of bridges the gap between a flavor profile that's kind of sweet and crisp and a little refreshing, mm -hmm. but has a little bit of heaviness to it because of the creaminess. Makes you maybe think, oh, falls here, football, college football season starts up. So I think it's a, a great beer for this weekend. I'm glad we actually, without even trying to, saved it. Yeah, me um, too. All right, so cheers. Cheers.